Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. And today we're going to talk about empathy. Being empathetic. It's a hard word to get around. Empathy to emphasize, to apply empathy to what you're doing as a person and as a business professional, as a leader in your community, etc. We need more empathy in the world. There is too much division, too much of people speaking at each other instead of with each other, and plenty, plenty, plenty of opportunities missed because people don't practice enough empathy. I need to mute my computer and everything around me. It um, started off a little shaky, but I swear we're going to pick it up today here. So here we go. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. It's a Saturday morning hustle. We are out working the competition while they still sleep, and we are going to talk about empathy today. We're going to empathize with each other. And then at the end of this podcast, I'm going to have an empathy challenge for all of you as well. So I want you to stick around. I want you to hear what I'm saying. I want you to empathize with the ideas that I am presenting to you. And then I want you to f- understand how it applies to your personal and business life because there's plenty of opportunity for that right now. Too much division in the world. Let's fix that with our own acts of radical empathy. So here we go. This is something that as a younger person, I was not very good at. The older I get, the more experienced I get in the world. The more people I meet, the more experiences I have, the more I understand the power of empathy and the opportunities created by it and the missed opportunities by people who do not engage in the same type of empathy as what I'm going to talk about today. So I'm going to go through some of how this works, and then I'm going to give you a definite challenge I want you to go out in the world to do. Empathy is the exact opposite of what we see too much much today. We see people unwilling to meet in the middle or compromise because they feel like they're somehow betraying their point of view, their opinion, or their take on something. Uh, We see it a lot in politics and in community and in social issues, but we see it in business too. A lot of people simply need to be right or want to be right as opposed to want to expand the potential for opportunity, expand their horizons, expand their own process of how they do things by meeting people in the middle who have different opinions. One thing you have to remember is having a different opinion, having a different way of doing things, wanting to do things in a different way, Uh, Laying out a different plan to achieve a goal is not necessarily a, a reflection on the other party who wants to do something different than you. It's simply different, not a better or worse. It's a different way of doing things. Differences and setting yourself apart, creating differences for yourself, is how you create opportunity. It's how you set yourself apart and you attract people to your business, to your self-brand, or to you as a human being. So don't be afraid of being different and don't be afraid of other people being different, having differences in how they want to approach items, how they want to come at concepts, how they want to achieve things. Because at the end of the day, you probably all want to achieve the same thing. You're just going about it in different ways. Again, different is not bad. And you have the opportunity to learn 
maybe adapt what it is you're doing. We talk a lot on this podcast about adopting, adapting, and learning from your mistakes or, ch- or correcting errors that you've had in the past. And empathy is one of the ways that you can do that. One of the ways you can take something that someone else is doing, small bits and pieces of something they're doing that has a different approach, but the, the execution, the tactics, some of the small pieces may apply to what you're doing. And through empathy, through empathizing, you can learn how to do what you're trying to accomplish better. So this applies to your personal life, to your community building, and to your business life as well. That's for sure. Uh, again, disagreement is not about someone being right or wrong. Disagreement is not an attack either. Simply because someone disagrees with you on an approach or a philosophy to something doesn't mean that they're attacking you or that they disagree with you on everything. The fact is we have more in common with most people than we have indifference. And so the fact that we are more common than different means we should be able to meet people in the middle, to learn from each other, and to empathize with each other. The value of empathy is highly important when you do understand that most human beings are very similar and the differences that we often focus on and we often give a negative connotation to actually are great because if we were all the same, that would be boring, that would suck, and we would never come up with new and inventive ways of doing things. No innovation comes about if we're all the same. So being different is good. Innovation comes from being different differentiation is always good for business and for, for brands. So you can apply that to yourself as well, but not being difficult or different just to be confrontational, but because it comes from an organic place. It comes from your experience, your education, your background, your culture, etc. But being open or empathetic to other people's backgrounds, experiences, cultures, ways of speaking, ways of approaching things can allow you to learn something new. And that's where innovation comes in and innovation uh, for personal and for business potential. So with that, you need to talk, you need to understand, again, that being different, having differences is not an attack and is not a separation that can't be overachieved. The second aspect is too many people Engaging conversations where they want to speak at people instead of speaking with people. Instead of engaging in two-way conversations, they want to sell you something, essentially. No one really likes to be sold anything. Even if they're looking to buy it, they want to be presented opportunities and options, and then they can choose the one that works best for them. So don't try to sell people ideas, sell people philosophies, approaches, etc. Instead, have conversations with them about how your approach, in your opinion, works better let them express their opinions on what approach, what tactics would, that they would take, how they would try to achieve the same goal. And again, between the two of you or more that are in the conversation, you should find more commonality than differences. And things that you hadn't thought of or hadn't put into your perspective previously can come forward in that if you're open-minded and willing to take it in. So stop speaking at people and stop having conversations simply to hear what is being said and then find a way to get over an objection or to convince someone on the other side of the conversation or someone's on the other side of the conversation that your philosophy, your approach is correct and theirs is incorrect. Stop that approach. Stop being black and white like that. Instead, listen to what people are saying to you. Listen to what they're presenting you. Listen for opportunities and listen to empathize, to put yourself in their shoes and to learn from their perspective. If you can do that, if you can focus on the commonality, you can build from the center out. 
building from extremes doesn't work. One completely at 1% versus 100% trying to meet at 50% in the middle is a long journey. It's the longest journey possible to an outcome. But starting at 48% or 46% or 49% and working towards 50% because you agree on the things that you're common with. In fact, you see good points to your opponent. It's one of the things you learn if you ever take a debate class is when someone, when your opponent provides a point that is factual, that is logical, that is going to be accepted by anyone hearing it as accurate, see that point, agree with them. Create that commonality and then focus simply on the pieces that aren't common so that you can solve the differences and create a solution that works for everyone. So the same thing here. Don't listen to don't, – don't hear someone and try to object, but find commonality to concede that, that their common points are correct, are accurate, are viable, that you agree with them there. And then you can just focus on this, on the places that you don't agree. But at least if you're being empathetic, if you're being open-minded, you can find enough in their approach that you might adjust yours. They might adjust theirs. They're going to appreciate the adjustments you make. They'll make the adjustments back. And you can find a common solution that is beneficial to everyone. So do that. Listen Empathize commonality. Don't try to argue. Concede common points. Build a bond from the center. Open-mindedness equals opportunity. So by being empathetic, you open your mind to the opportunities, to the background, to the experience of the other person in the conversation. That open mind creates opportunities because you can take in a new perspective or a different way of doing things in the past, that might work better. You don't know if it will or not, but you have the opportunity to try it, to measure it. And then if it does, you do what the new approach. If it doesn't, you go back to the previous approach. All it really hurts you is a little bit of time and effort, and you might find a better solution to what you're already doing. Even successfully, it might even be more successful. So open-mindedness, possibilities equals personal growth, and in a business situation as well. These same theories apply to how you build a business, how you make business decisions, is you have to do some experimentation. You have to be trying new things if you're going to innovate and grow. So why not have your growth and innovation focus be the different approaches that come from people who actually are trying to achieve something different than you? Instead of arguing with them, instead of shutting them down and telling them, no, we're not doing that, look for aspects of what is there that you can do, that you can incorporate for that commonality. Use that as your experimentation and see if it works or not. That's where innovation comes from. And that's where big things happen. People think big things happen because of giant aha moments. Epiphany hits me and I have a completely new way of doing business. No, that's not how things happen. Giant ideas don't strike in the middle of the night to every person on the planet of let's do this instead. Big ideas come from taking things that have traditionally worked and then doing them in different ways because of input from other people who have different visions of what it could be, what it should be, and how to approach it. By taking in those differences, by adding them to what you're already doing, you can end up in a place that is different than before. That different place might be better. That might be followed up by continual development of your process. You see where we're going here? Ends up with a much better process. That's how you end up with things that are better 
as opposed to just simply things are different. It doesn't happen in a big aha moment. It happens in little bits. People like people who are empathetic, who have empathy for them. Of course, right? You don't want to know people. You don't want to be around people who don't want to hear your opinion, who want to tell you you're wrong, who don't want to have a mutual conversation with you. So they don't want to be around you if you're doing the same thing. So people like people who have more empathy. They like people who acknowledge the value of their ideas. I said earlier, things that good points people make and good arguments, good solutions, you should always acknowledge as good. Incorporate them when you can. People will feel empowered by that, by the acknowledgement, by the participation. They will continue to participate. And now you have that opportunity to create a better solution that we were just discussing, as opposed to shutting down conversation by the lack of empathy. A lack of empathy will shut down conversation. Telling people no straight off the bat and not even giving them a reason why will not breed innovation. It will breed resentment. So people like to be friends co-workers, collaborators, with people who are open-minded and empathetic. Employers, clients, collaborators, people in the work process also like to work with people who can express empathy and utilize it in good, smart ways as they move their business forward, as they communicate, as they understand, as they develop. People who have empathy or can be empathetic have more potential to be successful. So people want to do business with the people who have the most potential to be successful. That makes sense, doesn't it? Having and employing empathy, utilizing it as a skill, practicing it, can make you a better person, can make you better at your job, which can make your business better. You can improve your community. You can improve your personal life. You can improve the situation for people around you. And then... You can promote these ideas to them. You can engage them in this way, which would then hopefully make them do the same thing for others. And ultimately, we can all become more empathetic, more open-minded, more discussion, less argument, less vitriol, less back and forth, more common ground. Now, that sounds like a really good idea, doesn't it? It's good for everyone to have conversations that are beneficial as opposed to screaming matches where we try to shut each other down and win arguments, if you will. So these are the things you should think about when it comes to empathy, how you empathize, how you utilize it in your personal life and your business life as you are hustling today on Saturday or Sunday or whenever you're listening to the podcast, just be empathetic. And in fact, I'm going to offer you this challenge right now. Seek out someone who has a difference of opinion or a difference in approach to you. It doesn't matter what the topic is. It can be something as simple as a work process, a coworker who likes to do things differently than you, and it drives you nuts. And so you're trying to figure out why that is. It can be a radical idea such as race, religion, and, and, and politics, all those things they tell you not to talk about at a cocktail party. Find someone you trust, some, find someone that you respect that you know has a difference of opinion or process than you Engage them in a conversation with the intent of having an open mind, being empathetic, and common ground in the middle, finding a middle solution. It's not about convincing them to come to your side. You also don't have to go to their side. You don't have to change anything about you. You don't have to change anything about them. Have the conversation. Have the process started. Tell them you want to understand their position better. Tell them you're attempting to be empathetic. 
tell them that you want to be a different person on the back. Once the conversation is over, then you are going into it. It's not about convincing them that you've won the argument. It's not about pulling them to your side. It's not about getting them to change their mind. It's about the people in the conversation to collaborate, to learn from each other, and to leave that experience a slightly different person. Because we're already more common than not. So the changes in people's attitudes and ideas are not going to be giant. They're going to be small. But they should be beneficial and no one ever got mad at someone who said, I want to understand you better. I want to have a conversation with you so I can hear you, understand you, listen to you, and uh, be better connected to you coming out of that conversation. No one ever got mad about that. So that's your challenge. Go out there, find someone that you want to have that conversation with, have an open mind, learn from them, put yourself in their shoes, and see what kind of person you are um, as you leave that conversation and how they leave that conversation. If you find that to be valuable, if you find that to be a great process, then why not do that on a regular basis? There it is, folks, this Saturday morning hustle. We're in the office hustling and grinding outworking the competition while they still sleep. Today, we're talking about empathy. Make sure that if you let people know how you found this podcast, tell a friend, especially that friend you're going to have that conversation with, tell people about the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, the Anchor app, Podchaser, anywhere you find great podcasts. The full video is also on YouTube. The behind the scenes is on my IGTV channel. So check out the Kyle Golding on Instagram. Find my IGTV for a behind-the-scenes preview of the podcast you just listened to. And please leave a review, leave a comment, give the thumbs up, hit the heart button, tell a friend, make a recommendation. Go on to SaturdayMorningHustle.com, see past episodes, past social media posts, maybe get yourself some swag like this sweet Saturday Morning Hustle t-shirt that I am rocking today. Utilize the hashtag and most importantly, make comments on our social media, on the YouTube channel, etc., about what you took away from this conversation today, what you hope to utilize empathy in your future, and for sure provide feedback on the empathy challenge, the radical act of empathy challenge. Who did you talk to? What did you talk about? How do you feel different coming out of that as going in? Was it good for you and them? And anything else you might take away from the radical empathy challenge. And I'll see you next Saturday right here on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams.